Live from both coasts, it's the Take the Ride podcast. Oh, nice. Okay, so this is a post-Christmas cannibalism. Nice. Hopefully I won't be so stressed out and blacked out by 2 o'clock. Hey, I've got a question. Was He-Man gay? Now here are your hosts, Adam Drake and Johnny Wright. Welcome back to another edition. Do I say edition or episode? Or recording? I'm not sure. I don't remember what I said. Anyway, uh, welcome back. How about that? Just uh, welcome back. Full stop to uh, the Take the Ride podcast. I'm Adam Drake. With me, as always, Michael Jackson's Rehypnol dealer, Johnny Wright. Hello, I'm Johnny Wright, and I got deals. <laughs> what are you uh, looking for? What are you looking for? What do you want? You want to sleep? You want to sleep for a long time? You want to sleep forever? Uh, <laughs> dude, uh, yeah, he got he got he got hit with it, man. The Rehypnol. Don't you think yeah, if, but- you, if you ask a doctor for Rehypnol, doesn't the doctor sort of say? Maybe I don't need Rehypnol. Isn't maybe- it always? I, I'm always curious about the the private doctor thing. Elvis had a private doctor. Yeah, it's never good. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's it always seems to me. And again, maybe this is wrong, but but whenever there's some when these celebrities have a private doctor, it's mm-hmm. like, well, they found they found a, a a shitty doctor that they could just put on salary that is yeah. just kind of like like <laughs> okay, you're a quote unquote doctor, but right, it's just always what it seems. Yeah, and and <laughs> it's like a free way to write prescriptions, right? Yeah, I, I, it's they're they're never coming from like you know oh it came from this really prestigious hospital like no it's yeah. not it's always like these guys that had like like a random practice at a strip mall that yeah. you know ended up meeting Michael Jackson at a restaurant or something like it's always yeah. in weird circumstances it's not like they're coming from Johns Hopkins to no, become no. Taylor's private doctor. It's oh always a very, very strange thing. When that yeah, and up. a lot of them like celebrity private doctor. Very odd. yeah. Although not a bad gig, I hear it pays pretty well <laughs> if you could stay out of jail. And I mean, the problem is, is that you, you want to ride that line. You want to prescribe yeah. really bad drugs, but you don't want to kill your uh, your celebrity, right? Because then, uh, then the, the the gravy train's done, right? When when Jackson when when Michael Jackson's doctor did that guy I think his name's Conrad did he ever serve time or was he, he must have stripped right? of his license or he, uh, he I mean he he, he had a, some some charges time? against him he was like just oh, oh Conrad I, Murray Doctor Conrad Murray a cardiologist okay. he was a cardiologist yeah. is that yeah but then he was like playing what? anesthesiologist and like putting him to sleep every day yeah, he was I don't, did he ever guilty. serve time. Yeah, uh, served two years of a four-year prison sentence. Interesting. Okay, I, I'd forgotten about that. But let's see, where did he go to school? Ah, uh, he went to Me- Meharry Medical College. Oh, it's in America. In uh, oh, in okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was thinking it was like somewhere uh, in the Caribbean. So, so this is good, I guess. Anyway, he was in jail. I think he's out. Oh, actually, they don't even list him as a doctor anymore. He's just kind of. I would think he got stripped of his license. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, no longer. A Strange doctor. tangent. This just this <laughs> that we just started with weird. We just started with a tangent. Yeah. Oh, he released a book. Sorry, this oh, is it. But that was a page turner. Yeah, <laughs> the book was received poorly by critics. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. That's too bad. Um, so I uh, we're kind of on the brink of of either rebuilding the empire or just total or, or the collapse. purge yeah yeah or the um, purge starting 
And I, I figured that we needed to just have a, a podcast before the end of the world <laughs> or the potential end of the world. Um, oh, <laughs> just to say our goodbyes, really. <laughs> uh, either to each other or to the Trump administration. Um, we bid you adieu. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so uh, I was thinking about this. I was actually on my way to work today and I was listening to a podcast, actually the uh, Never Not Funny podcast with Jimmy Pardo. And he had Lewis Black yeah. on. And yes. the two of them Love were just... It busting balls. And I was like, I don't know if there's anything I enjoy more than sitting back and listening to two comics, just bust each other's balls. So like, good. Isn't it great? Yeah. Like it's just Lewis, so Lewis black is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal comic. He's a humorist at this point. Right. Um, but yeah. just here, I saw guys, him at the beacon theater years ago. Did you really unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. he was unbelievable. So how, I, like how it is just the strong hour. Is the Beacon good for stand-up? I mean, I know it's a great. Uh, the only time movie. I've ever, done, the only time I've ever done, the only time I've ever been to the Beacon is to see Lewis Black. Now I tried really? to get other other shows there and couldn't get in. You I tried to go Olive see Brothers? the Stones there, or the no, Stones? I, could, I probably I might have tried and couldn't get in. I tried to go see like the Stones. When, it's when they were shooting that Scorsese film though. Oh, uh, I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that before I tried to go get in. I didn't know that Scorsese was shooting inside. <laughs> yeah, so like, why are tickets a thousand dollars? so anyway why am i sitting next to bill clinton um yeah why why can't i get in tonight i got two hundred dollars cash i couldn't get in (laughs) like oh scorsese shooting in there tomorrow the nice thing about the beacon is that um the back backstage basically you walk out backstage and you're right on uh amsterdam right there yeah and Lindsay lived around the corner so we would just like go out to dinner and just hear like the Almond Brothers or like the Stones or Dave Matthews yeah. or whoever just playing Dan music. Plays like, it was awesome because you it was no like sound control. You could still hear it playing his day. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah. The big venue to see stand up, but it was, you know, it was cool. I mean it was yeah, was, I was he was say. I mean Lewis Black, Lewis Black is I mean, he just yells at you, but for some reason it's so yeah. funny. And he can probably fill that place with his voice. You know, I yeah. don't think I wouldn't it's, worry about was, that. It was great. It was great. Um, what's the best co- what stand up comic wise? Who's the best stand up comic you've seen? Um, that's a tough call. I know there's been a lot. Of- yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit, it's a little bit tricky. But I'll, ha- I had, I, I'm gonna have to go with Seinfeld. It's seen Seinfeld, Seinfeld in the garden. Yeah, in the garden. And uh, the stage of the garden, or in the actual like garden? Yes, garden. yes. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse. Yes. Excuse me. The sorry. What's the little auditorium? I, uh, I don't. Rem- I, it always changes names. What's I don't the auditorium next to it? Yeah, it's What's that it called for crying out loud. God, yeah, am I and gonna have was, to go back to Wikipedia? Gosh, man. I, <laughs> yeah, no. Some people have played the garden. Kevin Hart's played the garden, and so yeah, I've never, I, I've I never been to one. Cook I've never been to one that big. Did you? Really? Yeah, it actually, wasn't that bad. I, I can't. I can't fault it. Um, I don't mind Dane Cook. I just sometimes there's just not a lot of writing there. Yeah, it's a lot of like funny movements. I, I don't mind Dan it's Cook, true. even though, you know, there's a handful of guys that have that super fi double finger thing. You know, there's a, hand, you know, what did oh. he do? The Sufi where it's like the double finger or something. And it's like a yeah. little, little catchphrase yeah. that he had, you know, there's I, a handful I, of guys that have that tattoo. Absolutely. I was thinking, man, I'm feeling real cool right now. By the way, it's currently called the Hulu theater. <laughs> Jeez, I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> it was the Wamu theater. I remember that. That's when what Washington, I was trying to think of. When my Austin mutual was still around. Yes, that's what uh, I was trying to think of. Yeah. Wow. Oh, uh, it was known as the Felt Forum uh, when the mm-hmm. garden opened in 1968, but uh, it became a Paramount Theater and then, yeah, obviously got bought out by yeah. Washington Mutual. Been in the, been in the 
huge, huge, huge. I've never seen that. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was just my one thing, but I did want to talk about Letterman and specifically, I know that we always kind of touch on like, Hey, we used to work at Letterman. It's really fun, but yeah, it was such a unique place to work, especially being in our twenties. I mean, I was in my yes. earlier twenties. You were probably in your forties. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, I was wondering, did you have any like favorite moments? Like, I, I think one of the big things that I loved was um, the the rehearsal beforehand, the the band rehearsal, the sound check was always you fun know, to yeah. sit in. You, yeah, you, I, you know, I used to sneak up into the balcony all the time. Yeah, to see rehearsals, and I, I just, and I would see some magical stuff. I mean, I saw Courtney Love. There's just King working out chords with Paul Schaefer. Yeah, right, like awesome stuff. Watch um, me for this chord change. It's like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. <laughs> right. Because you never see this. And you're probably no. one of only like 20 people in the entire venue, you know, watching it. So like yeah. any favorite bands that you saw or any anyone that kind of like unexpectedly blew you away? One of the one of the ones that jumps out is when uh I when I saw the white stripes for the first time. I'd only known of the white stripes because they've been mentioned in magazines. And so okay. they came to play the show and I, you know, I was like, oh, I gotta check this out. Yeah. So I went up to the balcony and I looked down and I, and I didn't really know anything about them. Mm-hmm. And I looked down, there's this really simple drum kit that looks like a toy drum kit with yeah. like a candy cane thing on the yep. And then there's this weird red guitar that I'd never seen before. Like, and I'm like, is that a plastic guitar? Right. And then it was a taxidermied zebra head. That was what was on the stage. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. This is going to be weird. So a couple months later, you know, Biff Henderson, who was the stage manager, a lot of you who are fans of the show will know who was a very nice man, by the way. Absolutely. And he, you know, kind of starts motioning people out. And so you see this really pretty girl with, with no shoes on come out. And then this guy, <laughs> they're all dressed in all red, I think. Yep. Well, that's what they and did they, back then. Man. And that's just, you, you know, strummed a couple. <laughs> and then they started playing, fell in love with a girl. Oh yeah. I, oh, so that was during that time. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. This is right. That third record, they have two records that weren't, they were that third record where they first caught on and those music videos started catching on with Michael yep. Gondry, I think is the guy yep. who did Michelle a bunch Gondry. of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, it's right before that. And yeah. I watched them tear through that song. Like, what is this? Did they and have any night, accompaniment or was it just like, was Schaefer? No, on it was the- just them. No, no wow. Paul Schaefer and the, uh, and the band as I recall. And I went down to Virgin Megastore, which was like 10 blocks from our, from where, and I got all three records that night. <laughs> You're like, oh, that one, was, that one was pretty cool. That's Another one that was pretty cool is one year. Um, he, he didn't do it every year for whatever reason, but he would have Darlene Love come and sing um, yeah, Baby, really Please special. Come Home at Christmas time. Yeah, I saw that one time in the theater to see that live. Yeah. Whoa. That's pretty good. I, in fact, that was yeah, the that one was, thing. That was the show that like a lot of people would come down and watch. You know, it yeah, was kind of like the end of the year thing. For that. Yeah, it was yeah, always it was, good. To, to hear her in that theater was like, whoa. Yeah, and they make crazy. it snow. Yeah, and Letterman just looks so happy. You know, he, usually during the musical guest, Letterman would just like kind of scowl and look yeah. at his notes. And, you know, he's not really paying attention. But then if, no. when you saw him like look up and start paying attention, you're like, okay, something's happening. Yeah, he only did that. Yeah, he with Darling Love, like the Foo Fighters, whenever the Foo Fighters were on. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, his favorite. Just a handful. Yeah, of Warren Zevon, he loves. He oh, loved, yeah. loved Warren Zevon. Yeah, yeah. I kind of forgot and, about and that. Love Pearl Jam. You know, he loved like who doesn't? One time Darling. we were we we were there and uh, Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam had the the record Riot Act coming out and they played like after the show closed, they played like five songs, like just Why? for the crowd. Just to do it? <laughs> like, no way. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah. So I was up there hiding in the balcony, my arms crossed, trying to hope that no one notices me <laughs> and just watch up there and play a bunch of songs. That's amazing, man. That's such a good time. You know what? Did you see Letterman? Um, no, go, yeah, go, go. Excuse me. Go ahead. Did I'm you see going. Letterman interviewed by Jimmy Kimmel two nights ago? Jimmy uh, Kimmel. Letterman was Kim, Kimmel uh, had uh, on Jimmy Kimmel live. Letterman was his guest and they did like a 20 minute interview. Oh, it's wow. Fantastic. Really? I'm, I'm going to cue that. Letterman up. is so funny. I think it was two nights ago. Letterman oh. is so funny. It's, he asks, he, 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 he says that, you know, he's talking about, they talked about Regis and that was very sweet. Oh, that's you know, nice. how they really, yeah. They, you know, they both really loved him. And yeah. so they were talking about the new Regis and Kelly and, and, and he's, he's now not with, uh, with, uh, Seacrest, you know, oh, right. and Kimmel says, yeah, I watch it sometimes. And Letterman without missing a beat said, under what circumstances in your life would you be caused to watch that? <laughs> it's true though, man. Like, I, <laughs> like why? you gotta why, be shitting me. Why, why would you be doing that? It's just, it's really worth seeing. It's see, not a very Letterman. good show. Amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's just like your, your front of the mill potato chip fucking yeah. show. Did uh, you have interactions with Litterman? I had very limited interactions. With uh, I had a few every once in a while. Uh, I was on the show once as a guy who was opening up his college acceptance letter that then got okay. denied uh, and they cut it out because <laughs> I was not a good actor. Um, I rode the elevator a few times with him. He would come down for Thanksgiving every once in a while. Yeah. Thanksgiving was yeah. awesome there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Laura Diamond and, and the crew really kept a tight, tight leash on him. And he was like not allowed out of his room, which is so strange. You, you, you get asked that when people, you know, when you tell, oh, did you meet him? Well, not really. Letterman yeah. was not going to chat up the small staff right. unless you were like a producer or writer. No one really talked to him. Right. You know, and that's fine. There, By the no, way, it wasn't even writers. It was head writers. <laughs> he didn't talk yeah, to the right. Oh, yeah. Not all of the writers. That's right. <laughs> and he like also, the researchers. as oh, soon as he God. got, um, as soon as Lori Diamond left. Um, Who was his personal assistant for a long time. Yeah. But, but kind of a controlling lady. Yeah. And after she nice left. To me. Very nice to me. Oh, yeah. Super nice lady. But he just kind of came out of a shell and I think became a little bit more of a human or at least was a little more interactive with, with, the, with the staff. So it was nice to see. The only real interaction I had with him is now when it, it's the old Sullivan theater has been there for a very long time. If you've ever been there, it's fantastic. There's so much history there. I mean, Abbott and Costello used to perform there. Yeah. And then it was used for the Ed Sullivan show. And, uh, Oh, it was. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So there's a part downstairs. Letterman had a Letterman had a very strict routine and he would go, he would at a certain time, he would go up to do a, some rehearsal, which little he did. And by the, by that time in the Ed Sullivan theater, you go downstairs and there's little, there's restrooms downstairs where it, it should someone have to use that they have to go, but you have to put people down there because Letterman would run by. Right. So really there's correctly. a part where, yeah, there's a part where the offices would come down and then you'd have to run under the stage to get yeah, up to the stage. I think you should actually mention that there were like tunnels under that entire building. Yeah, that, it's <laughs> this real old building. It's yeah. it's just how New York theaters are. It's just it's like pretty wild. Like, kind of winging it. Yeah, I used to just explore it, like, down there and see cool stuff, man. Then you've like this weird corridor that's three feet wide. I was like, what the hell? Where am I? <laughs> right. So when Letterman Letterman would he would they, they would look and you would, you know, and you would give it a little nod. They would clear it and then let him in with jog by. So no one would see him. Right. So one day I was down there and I'd been down there a handful of times and he came by and without thinking, 
I started shadow boxing. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Letterman Letterman stops mid jog and he looks at me and he goes, Yeah, okay. And then he <laughs> ran off. That's that's funny. the only thing I really had with him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he ran off. Wow. I'm the surprised you weren't fired on the interaction spot. I had. Yeah, it's the only real action I had. Just a little just a little shadow box, yeah. you know. Yeah, and he paused and looked at me, and then mocked me. You know, that was about that was about real. All the only real interaction I had. With him. Yeah, but I mean, just in general, there's a lot of just cool things that happen. Like every time Bill Murray was on the show, he used to just he wouldn't oh. like go through the green room. He would walk right through the uh, the lobby, right? Yeah, he would just walk right in and just like one wearing a trench coat. There, and Bill Murray was there. He started running down the street, and he ended up at one of the strip clubs down the street. <laughs> I don't know answers. if that was planned or not. But really? he, the camera is following him out on the street and he's running down the street and he ended up oh. running into one of there was a two peep shows like right down the street well, it was flash us. dancers yeah he went right on, man. there i still right look at there. it out of my office window yeah don't know if it's don't know if that was planned or not but that's bill, every time bill murray came every time robin williams came yep. every time will ferrell came those were always big yeah 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 absolutely will was yeah. going to come out in some costume it was going to be great yep totally do you have any like favorite behind the scenes stuff? I mean, I know I know there's a, that's kind of like asking a lot, but yeah. So I over at Letterman, I had more. I didn't have a whole lot of interaction with with the guests and stuff. You just would mm-hmm. see, you know, you'd see like sometimes them come in and you'd be like, see like how stunning Natalie Portman is in person. Yeah. Or you know, like oh my goodness, <laughs> bananas. Right. Yeah. You know, it's. You'd have little moments like that, but I just, I, you know, I didn't want to risk it going back. Say we worked with one guy that did that fish was on the show. Oh, I remember that. And, I, remember, I remember the guy. And he brought I, in like, yeah, he brought in a vinyl record, I think. And then he, it, I mean, there's no way you should have been doing this. Pearl Jam was there like three times when I worked there and I didn't dare go anywhere near them. Right. Like no way I stood <laughs> by the one, one time when Pearl Jam came, I stood by the door as they walked in with my head down. Just yeah. so I could like stand and walk in, didn't say a goddamn you could word. Smell Eddie. Just they walked right by me, and I just kind of stood there and nodded. And then the, the guy who's one of the security guards, I knew what I was doing. He's like, "All right, Johnny, that's enough. All right, Johnny, time to go." And one of those guys who worked, yeah, he he, he started wandering around backstage, knocking on doors to get fish to sign his record. He got canned like a tuna that day. Yeah, he was out. I remember that. He just didn't do it there. Yeah, just, he just didn't no. do it. You know, you had you had to be responsible or you just get fired. You know? So, <laughs> well, you bring up a good point about these, uh, the security that he had there. All the security guys were former U or former New York cops. Yeah. All they, just characters. And they all like straight out of like a uh, Godfather or a uh, good or the Godfather. Yeah. I mean, like a Scorsese film, like all of them wearing like suits Italian calling people like Italian curse like words. Cufflinks in July. I mean, that's yeah. the kind of guys we're talking about. I mean, yeah, and they were all just wonderful to us. Yeah. Like, and actually, like I used to get pulled aside, like Adam, you ever have any trouble? You come to me, right? Come to me. And I was like, Are you are you gonna kill someone for me? Like, are you a hitman? <laughs> and what do I like? And first of all, I can't afford to have anyone killed, nor do I want anyone killed. But but yeah, it was like these guys were no joke. It was quite funny. I remember what, some of them, one of them, this guy worked there, told me, you know, used, used to be Hell's Kitchen over here. You know what I mean? Like, used to be Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. We would go over there, you know. And they and, worked and, in Hell's Kitchen. I think a lot of them were out of the Hell's yeah, Kitchen. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. 
I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's kind of where some of them knew each other. And so yeah. a lot of them were retired cops and like, I'll tell you, you'd hear, you'd hear the, you know, the pop pop. And that was, you know, that was the bad guys. You hear the boom, boom. That was us returning fire with <laughs> shotguns. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? Yeah. This is nuts. I'm a 25 what do you mean year old you return, dude. Return fire with shotguns. <laughs> yeah. One of them told me a story how he like arrested Sam and Dave doing drugs in Harlem. Like what? Like in the sixties. Really? Really? Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And then God. later, like they came and played on the show, and the guy's like, "Hey, you look familiar." Well, <laughs> oh no remember. way! He was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, you know, 1968." Arrested you for possession. Oh my God! So what like, the- that's those are the kind of guys I love talking to. Like the guys that like yeah. work worked on the street, like and I, not blue collar, but like. You know, even blue collar people, like they have the best stories. Like you talk to construction guys, you talk to guys that are like, you know, working on the subway and shit. Like that's where you hear the good stories. They were great. I used to get tons of tickets, not tons. I would get tickets from those guys all the time. Get right. tickets to, to concerts and right. Let's games. You, and you weren't getting pulled Knicks over. Games. No, no. They, <laughs> they, they, I, they would like, you know, they would be comp stuff. And so I would like yeah. trade little favors for tickets. Like blowjobs. You know, I would buy. You're, you're yeah, yeah. yeah, I would buy. You know, one of the guys who was a head of security. You know, if it was something like really big and I knew he had tickets, I would get him like a bottle dick. of scotch. You know, yeah. yeah he would give you his big dick, and you would give him like, some hey, scotch. I got, I got, got a, I got a little bottle of scotch. If you, I mean, if you could part with two tickets, okay, right. okay, 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 okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Remind, remind you of one of the greatest things we ever saw with Letterman is the Thanksgiving after 9/11, and. So my first Thanksgiving working there. Oh, my, I wasn't there yet. Years. I don't think I was there yet. I was. So, I didn't start until, until 2002. Now I'm trying to think. But I mean, so maybe. Been, no, that would have been the Thanksgiving after. No, 2002. Uh, so let me tell you, uh, September 11th, uh, 2001. Yeah, right. Thanksgiving is uh, in November, <laughs> which comes after September. Do you want really I know, want to go through this? Right. Sorry, the one after that. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Not the one, not the one three months later. I'm so sorry. Not the one immediately after. Yeah. Right. Sorry, Johnny. Yeah. Forgive me for my idiocy. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's on you. That's fully on you, by by the way. Totally is. Letterman (laughs) records on Thanksgiving, and uh, and he always did. And then so he would cater lunch, Mm -hmm. and it would be this wonderful spread. It was so cool. Um, you know, and then we would watch the parade from up, uh, up in the, uh, uh, up in the offices. Well, mm-hmm. we come in there and say, Hey, there was a fire truck around. It's, I'm sure it's still there. There's a firehouse around the corner from, from the show, um, on. on seventh, I believe. And they said, okay, uh, no cameras, uh, but we're going to drop food over Letterman catered oh, nice. the firehouses Thanksgiving, yeah. uh, dinner and bought them a new fire truck. Yeah, I think that they're was 250 grand. Yeah, that was something he would never, never mention. There was no, no one from the Daily News, no one from the Post, no one from the Times, nobody there. Letterman gave them a new fire truck and it's went crazy. back to but, work. But that's the way you do it, dude. That's the way you do it. Unbelievable. Yeah, no press. It was, I'm crying. Everyone's yeah. crying. It was amazing. He shook hands, took some pictures with them, went back to work. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> amazing yeah i mean that's they, that's they lost a few guys yeah oh i'm sure that's classy right like that's what it was do. really beautiful yeah really beautiful <laughs> no one knew about it <laughs> unbelievable yeah I, I yeah i mean that 
that was my whole thing. It's like, you know, especially like since like Instagram and all that shit has come out, like everyone's like, well, look how fucking charitable I am. And, you know, people are doing it just for the photo ops, but this guy did it just to do it. Right. Just to like show (laughs) that, you know, he cared about, about the community and rather than have the press out there taking photos and and writing articles, it was just out of the kindness of his heart. Yeah. And this is before camera phones and everything, but you still, I mean, you know, they still were taking low level pics. None of that crap, man. No No. one took pictures. No, No, it it was just like, we're witnessing something special here. Yeah. And then we went back and watched the parade. And then it was amazing that if uh, maybe I've mentioned this before, forgive me if I am, but the street is still locked off during the Thanksgiving day parade. And we had a Nerf football and the cops let us go play Nerf football on Broadway in front of the theater. That was great. Yeah. Like, like, you know, the only time I've ever done that, you know, yeah, just throwing the football around as tourists are like, how come those guys get to go play in the street? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, great. Yeah. Um, so how are you doing with like mental health wise? Cause I was, uh, I was in the car yesterday and I was listening to pod save America. Yeah. Um, which which those guys is are great. Yeah. They're great. Definitely liberal. Um, but I had to turn it off because I was getting angry, not at them, but at like the subjects that they were talking about. And I was like, we're getting so close to the, the election. COVID has been a bitch. Like I was just, I was, I I don't get angry. Like I never get angry. I was like, I can't do this or I'm going to flip out. I can't listen to like Amy Coney Barrett and all. Oh, I didn't watch any of that. I didn't either. It's political. This is nonsense. Uh, this unqualified person, <laughs> but, right? Uh, I've been having to ration it because I do find it so stressful. Um, yeah, and I just fear what the reactions might be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on I mean, both sides. By the way, like no that's matter what I'm how it goes. a variety yeah. of outcomes. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's that there could be trouble. And you saw that. I mean, it was pretty disheartening when was it yesterday or the day before that Walmart said they're pulling all the guns and the ammo temporarily. Well, that. that didn't make me feel good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I don't like that you sell that shit anyway. But right, right. Like, you know, what's the rats abandoning ship? What What are you hearing that you need to, you know, not make millions of dollars or however whatever right. it is to pull it off temporarily? I, I mean, I, me yeah. Free. It's because uh, I don't know, man. I I saw a video this morning of a of a Trump supporter just uh outside of seattle i i I think it was woodenville doesn't Mm -hmm. matter seattle area and uh some girls he was yelling at these teenage girls and they like flicked a water bottle at him and he pulled a pistol on them oh wow i I mean plastic cut you johnny yeah so no and they're screaming it was water it was water got a gun they were teenage girls yeah well and see i'm at a loss here that's, I think that's where the anger comes from is that like, how did this country get to be so ignorant We're and pulling a so, pistol like, for water? Right. And, and so violent, so knee jerk reactions, that kind of stuff. And so much like, like I got to show you, I got to be bigger and tougher than you. Right. Like that's not America. And no, to, not to, the least of which is like, Hey, let's half of this country wants to overlook racism and, and bigotry. And uh, just because they want, they want to pay less taxes. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? And by the way, their taxes aren't even going to budge, Johnny. They're Probably not going to move no. under Biden. No. <sighs> so I'm a little stressed. How about, yeah. how about you? A little stressed, Johnny. Yeah. Stressed. I'm a little I, stressed. This is one of those uh, things that I, I just want this. I want it to, I want it, the vote to happen. I want to just move on. Know, yeah. Right. 
<laughs> this is going to be a really bad analogy, but follow me on this, okay? All mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I got a colonoscopy a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still with Morty, me? Okay, okay. I'm sorry, Morty. I'm sorry. I'm Morty. Maybe you need some. Okay. Morty, sorry. Yeah, okay. You take a drink and. Uh, I'm going to take a sip of my lovely beverage here and try not to laugh to already. Um, and I don't know if you've ever had one, but the prep for colonoscopies is not fun, right? So you, you're basically on the toilet for about 12 hours straight. It's really bad. Um, and I got. Uh, I finally got to to the appointment, right? And I was really nervous because I'd never actually like gone under anesthesia. So I didn't know what was what was happening. But I also mm. felt like shit because my ass was watering. Like nonstop. Right. right. It right. was like Niagara Falls right. out of my ass. Niagara Falls mm. was shit. Except at that point, it was just lemon lime Gatorade. Right. The latch, right. the latch was not closing. No, no, no. The no, latch not was not at all. Closing. Right. And gotcha, I remember, gotcha. <laughs> so I remember being really nervous <laughs> about the anesthesia, but I was like, at least when this is over, I won't spray water out of my ass um and so i kind of just resigned myself i was like i need to go through this weird uncomfortable moment to move on right so that's my view okay okay Okay. so (laughs) that's my view on the election like let's let's get through this uncomfortableness so we can move on and and hopefully move on for the better uh it's probably not going to be pleasant it may make you want to shit yourself but hopefully hopefully there isn't any like stupid shit I mean, there's going to be stupid shit, but not too much stupid shit. Hopefully, we can get back to normal. Yeah. Hopefully, we can save this country. If not, I'm I don't know what to think about the, the numbers for early voting, but they're out of they're nuts. Yeah, and I mean, I think last time we talked, it was don't like know 50. what you can extrapolate from it, if anything. Well, the theory, I don't know. The, the, the numbers I've are seen, nuts. It's it's, it's eighty six million so far. Yeah, and generally speaking, <laughs> That's unbelievable. Democrats generally vote early or, or yes. more often they vote early than Republicans, which is good. Traditionally. Um, yes. Yeah. The other thing is that you don't usually get a huge turnout unless you don't like the incumbent, unless there's like a, a big push to get the incumbent out. Right. Again. So that yes. could be a good sign. Uh, but we don't know. I mean, because then you look at like the, the Supreme court, which is now, you know, a majority of just fucking Republican uh, blowjobs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they can they can go in there and veto everything, and you're like, oh well, this is going to ensure that Trump can uh, get elected, even if uh, the majority doesn't want him in there. And it's uh, and that's really scary, super scary. But that doesn't mean not to vote. Your vote still counts. You should go out there and vote if you're listening to this. Please go vote. No, it's it has to it, even even in even in states that you don't think are in play, it doesn't matter the. The popular, the popular vote. While no, it doesn't technically matter. It needs to be a message, or else it's, it's just going to be a, a huge mess. Yeah, or the, you know, then we're looking at like you're only win the popular vote by half a million people or something. Well, I'm telling you, it's going to be really, really bad. It has to be a message, or it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work. And by the way, it's vote down ballot chaos. too. Like the like yeah. your state, your local stuff. Like that's very important and in a lot of ways it's almost more important than america than than the american president because these are people who are definitely going to affect like how you operate from a day-to-day basis (sighs) yeah i hope we can find something funny next week my goodness i know it's my dad's birthday on election day i hope for him that he can that this can happen that he gets a nice birthday present (laughs) because oh my god (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's quite something. I, 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 the ones, some of the ones that think that blow me away when I see these li- like four hour lines in Georgia, 
and five hour lines in Texas. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. But the I, fact I, that those people are standing in line for that long, it gives me hope. I know it sucks that they have to do that, but it's it's very hopeful that there are people out there that know that their vote is that important that they will go out there for for six hours from there. Are you gonna be able to watch the Mandalorian the night though? Johnny, I've already watched it. Okay, watch it this morning. Have you really? Yeah, I watched it this morning. I can't wait. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, the Mandalorian is really it's just it's just it hits all the right notes for me. It's, it's some of the best television I've seen in the last decade. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I, yeah. Phenomenal. Did you ever watch Fargo? Not the movie. I mean, the movie, yes, but but also the I've show. I've seen the first two seasons and yeah. have been amazed by it. I want to see, and, and I think it's the fourth now, but I want to get caught yeah. up because I want to see this one with Chris Rock and Jason Schwartzman. It's good. So, it's good. I, I think I like yeah. the first three seasons better, but I just started watching the fourth and I think it's it's great. And it's, yeah, I think I it's, mean, it's, I think so it's well really good. Yeah. Yeah. I have a little hard time, I have kind of hard time finding it. That's why I haven't really watched it. It's, yeah, you know, on FX or something, right? But yeah, anyway. but it's it's but yeah, good. And Mandalorian, when, uh, Mandalorian later. Oh come on, dude, it's good. It's good. I need little things, man. I need little things. And you know what, Pedro Pascal, not a little thing, but an amazing actor. He's so good in everything <laughs> cool. he does. It's impossible it, for him to be bad in anything. Yeah, is he? Uh, I thought is he Chilean? Is that right? He might be. Yeah, I think he's he like half from, Chilean, half from Chile. It's just like yeah. Yeah, he's just a cool dude, man. So cool. Did you, watch, <laughs> did you see him in Narcos? Him. He was in Narcos and he was phenomenal. I have not Narcos. seen Narcos. I've heard I've heard great things about Narcos. Yeah. Johnny, we gotta get up to speed here, buddy. Come on. Well, you know, when when, when there's sports on, that's what I that's what I do. <laughs> hey, let's talk about uh Do- your Dodgers one. <laughs> I don't know why I call them your Dodgers, but uh, you know, I, I I was rooting for the American League, but I'm happy for Dodgers fans. I'm happy for Clayton Kershaw. Like I have yeah. buddies that are Dodgers. I have you know some buddies that are really good, really big Dodgers fans. I'm happy for them. Yeah, I, I just like Clayton Kershaw. I, and it's been a minute since they've won, so it's, uh, it's yeah cool since '88. You know, it's I like Mookie Betts a lot. Yeah, yeah. with Oral Hershiser and those guys. Oh, that's right. But but I'm that's, telling you, uh, the, the third baseman Justin Turner, like he, I, I'm still unclear of how he gets. You tested, uh, you just did positive. We're yanking you from the game in the seventh inning or whatever it was. Right. And that's still weird to me. And then they tell him, you know, okay, you, you're now like in quarantine. But he went out on the field and celebrated anyway. <laughs> and it was like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I mean, not that's why I'm so sorry. I can't imagine what it feels like to win this one of these. Yeah. But you're, you're out on the field hugging and kissing with no mask on and, you, you you tested positive three hours. Yeah. I, I, I but I won the I'm at a loss. Like this doesn't look good, buddy. Um, I had to break up with my girlfriend in high school because she gave the uh, captain of the football team an oral Hershiser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be, be careful with that joke. It's an antique. Oh, hello, it's <laughs> Dusty. <laughs> 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 Like Doral Hershizer. <laughs> oh poor! How do you? Did he? he didn't, how did he spell Oral Hershizer? O R E L. Oh okay. Wow, yeah. that's just one letter off. Yep. He got close. I'm sure. I'm sure he got hit with the jokes his whole life. But that guy. That guy was a game timer. <laughs> he could. <laughs> he threw. He threw gas. He'd be uh, out there mumbling to himself on the mound, and I think he used to sing hymns to himself. I think seriously? Oh, yeah, I, th- I think that rings up. I think that's. I think that's what he said once. Sometimes he's mumbling hymns. You know, every time okay. when we end these podcasts, I have like a list of things that I've just put down into like Google to go and look <laughs> at. Like now I'm going to go watch Oral Hershiser 
uh, mumble to himself on the, on the mound. Yeah, I swear he said that once, like at the Tonight Show or something. It's only he's, he's popped out there mumbling to himself, but Oral he was he was he was a gamer. The dude was that dude was amazing. What all time favorite uh, baseball player? What do you think for you? Favorite mine is uh, my yeah my favorite is uh, not a guy that's it was a huge huge star. Something he was he wasn't all star, but is the 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 Mariners uh, designated hitter Edgar Martinez. That's my okay. favorite of all time. Okay, Junior Ken Griffey Junior and Ichiro are right right behind there, but mm-hmm. um, but uh, definitely uh, Edgar Martinez. Like he's he's like he's like locally beloved. One of the streets outside the stadium is named after him. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he's he's my favorite. Eg, Edgar 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 could swing it. Yeah. What about the Lakers winning? <laughs> I <laughs> is that like an asterisk? Do you really count it? Yeah, kind of. I kind of. But the, the same, so this is where I feel like when people and then sports like oh, there's like an asterisk behind. Like say in in a golf tournament, like oh the the players were complaining because the conditions are too tough, and so this one has an asterisk the conditions were the same for everybody. So I don't think the Lakers get the asterisk when everybody had the same conditions. Like this is what they dealt with. Except those, they were able to persevere in those specific conditions that everybody involved had. That's true. So I don't really buy into the asterisk thing. I think that that they want it. Except for those teams that didn't play at all. Yeah. I I just, I don't know. It, Where's their NBA asterisk? did a pretty pretty good job, I thought. So yeah, it was enjoyable, you know. Yep, and absolutely, LeBron's going to be a little more insufferable, but that's all right. <laughs> you, don't guy, like, look, you don't like LeBron? No, I actually I actually do like LeBron. I'm not I'm not in the the hater LeBron thing. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't actually I don't I don't I don't like that because okay. the guy keeps proving it. Yeah, I mean he's been like ten NBA finals. <laughs> like yeah, I mean he keeps proving it. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I, I've had to concede the number two on my list. I had to put him over Magic Johnson and wow. Kobe. I had oh. to, can, I have to, I've had, I had to, years ago, a couple years ago, I had to like, okay, I, I'm sorry. He's, he's surpassed Magic yeah. and Bird and Kobe. He's so, better. So you're, it's, it's going to be, I'm, a, I'm, you're never going to talk me out of Michael Jordan. You're just okay. not. So it goes I Jordan, uh, hundreds of games. LeBron. Jordan, uh, LeBron. I think it goes Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, Magic, Bird. Yeah, wow. Magic Bird. That would be my five. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, that'd be my five. <laughs> but yeah, what I, about I John Stockton? John Stockton isn't on there. No, no, John Stockton. Uh, no. In fact, uh, if we were doing a list on athletes you hate more than any others, oh, Stockton's a, Stockton is a one seed on that list. Oh, why? What did he do to oh, you? Oh, he's a one seed. He's a one seed. Did he fuck up your Supersonics? He, well, not really. We actually usually whoop them, but he's a dirty player. <laughs> oh, Stockton's really? a dirty player. Stockton's an asshole. Mm-hmm. He's a dirty player. He was known all over the league as a dirty player. Yeah. I've heard Gary Payton talk about how he used to hit him in the balls and the ref wasn't looking. Oh. I, I, he's, I, I can't, I can't, I hate John Stockton and Carmelo. I hate them. <laughs> so both of those like, guys, those are your top two. Oh yeah. One seats. Yeah, wow. the one the one seed again. Now that you got me talking, the yeah, one seed for, for athletes I hate. Okay, I'll tell you the one seeds are Stockton, okay, let's Malone, go. Yep, Barry Bonds, John Elway. Those are my one seeds. All right, why John Elway? Because he killed my Seahawks all my childhood. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that was the the divisions were different then. Yeah, and uh, 
the the his his Broncos used to just whoop up on my Seahawks, and so I just hated John Elway. Okay, but it's not because John John Way the per, John Elway the person. It's not that you hate. You no, he's hate probably him. a lovely guy with a horse okay. face. He's just probably you know he's probably a nice guy. Oh, come on, he was a Bronco. What do you expect? And uh, yeah, wait, John, who's the other? Uh, Barry Bonds. Long face. Yeah, Bonds. Bond, Bonds is the worst. So when I, I worked at, when I worked at the early show and Bonds was a guest and this is during the, his home run uh, run, you know, which yeah. is obviously inflated. He had so asterisk. They had, they had that, that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so they inflated. had interleague play. Like and so, the term inflated. Yes. Cause he was a little, inflated. the giants were, uh, were in town to play the Yankees. Doesn't happen very much. It's interleague play. Yep. They got bonds to come by for an interview some of the producers or whoever, some of the staff, I should say, at the show had elementary school age kids. They arranged for some kid. They set up little bleachers. And so they oh, had cool. probably a dozen, you know, nine to 10 year olds yeah. watching this interview, you know? Yeah. So after the interview ends, the kids have cards and baseballs and Sharpies. Sure. Okay? Yep. It's 10 to 12 kids. Right. This is 7.30 in the morning. And Bonds, the kids come up to try to get autographs just because why would, of course they're going to. And Bond says he doesn't have time to sign right now. He's got to go. (laughs) 7.30 in the morning. Refused to sign for nine-year-olds. He probably had to He signed one autograph that morning for an executive producer that had like a kid, a child in her family somewhere. I don't know if it was a nephew or something that had terminal cancer. He signed one autograph that morning for a kid. And that kid's going to die. So he doesn't even need it. Yeah. Right, like totally, just blew off these kids, <laughs> and I'm sitting there w- just watching, going, I, I had to escort him back to the green room right after that, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just walking next to him, going, dude, yeah. like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Who, who, it would have taken him ten minutes to sign ten autographs, not even, not even. Yes. What an asshole! It was crazy, crazy. Wouldn't sign for kids. <laughs> the, there's like an airlock in TV studios where one yep. there's always double locking doors, you know, so a door won't fly open or something. Mm-hmm. And he goes and he starts in the, in the airlock. You're in the airlock for four seconds while right. the doors close and open. Okay. It's mm-hmm. three, four seconds. And he's like, it's too fucking cold in here to the <laughs> security guy. What is going on? I mean, seriously, yeah. it was a nightmare, right? It was a nightmare just to see just this little glimpse into what he's like off the field. It was yeah. ridiculous. Three seconds and you're cold, yeah. really? Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I saw yeah. blind Andre Bocelli turn and go, it's a freezing. Like he was fine. <laughs> Andre Bocelli was fine. He's fucking blind. I don't think coldness really affects blindness. No, so, I, just, I don't know if that matters. No, but, Bocelli Bocelli sang like three songs on the plaza yeah. and it was just incredible. And the, you know, we bringing him back into the green room because of the airlock. It's a freezing. Did he go? It's a freezing. <laughs> it's kind of, just kind of I funny. Mean, I want to assume that that's you're just putting on like a horrible Italian stereotype. But can't be what really he funny. sounds like. Can't be what he sounds like. No way. Can't hey, be what he sounds like. I'm blind. I can't see. It's but, freezing. But yeah, I was just escorting him back to the green room, you know? And, yeah. You know, so there's, you know, five or six people. It's a freezing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That is outstanding. That's pretty yeah. good. So screw you, Barry Bonds. Fuck you Barry prick. Bonds. Piece of shit. Wouldn't sign for elementary school kids. Come well, on, you know, you're from a Bronx public school. This is ridiculous. Yeah, that's really shitty, man. Gosh, really shitty. It's horrible. I don't, I don't like that Barry Bonds guy. Well, so is he? Is he number one on your list? Sounds like it. No, I'll, I'll put, 
I'll put Stockton Malone one and one, one and one A. I just, oh, wow. I seriously, you have no idea how much I hate those guys. Well, why do you hate Carl Malone? Just because dirty, it's because he's a dirty, dirty player. player. Yeah. It's what their reputation was in those in those days in the West Coast Conference. And yeah. just, I just couldn't stand it. It's pretty rough. Know? And their fans are not me too. So Why? Because they're called the Jazz and they're in Utah. Yeah, they're just not that bright of fans. <laughs> oh, you need smart, you need people to like take tests before they become fans. It's helpful. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's helpful. Just like an IQ yeah. test, just before we you know start cheering. Let's make sure everything's <laughs> good. Uh what sports does to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. We'll see how many college football games go tomorrow. Uh, dude, we've already had some people are dropping like flies. Although I have to say, well, fuck Wisconsin. Yeah, nice job, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm not you couldn't do. Them. You couldn't. Week two, week yeah. two. Yeah, you didn't get to, to. You didn't get to game two before you screwed up. And I'm kind of pissed that Clemson is now dropping because they played my my Hurricanes earlier, and I was. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, nice I know. Us. You That's guys hung tough there. The first, though. you guys hung tough in the first half, though. But yeah, right. they just there's too many NFL guys out there for Clemson. It's just That's not. True. It's not. It's just they get too much. They have all. They're all. You know, four five star kids, and they're yeah. all. It's you know half the guys out there playing are going to be drafted. It's just it's not yeah. any fun. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence tested positive last night. Who Oops. knows if we ever see Trevor Lawrence play college football again? Yeah, I was going to say He's it's going to be the number one. Yeah, whenever he goes, you no, know, whether he declares early or whether he returns, he's going to be the number one pick, whatever year he goes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, he's generational. Yep. It's, you know, you're not going to pass on on uh, you know what looks like the next John Elway or Demarino, unless or he Peyton dies. Manning. He could die of COVID. Oh, oh boy. Was yeah, those said? have been fun to see this week. Oh yeah, I had an aunt die of COVID. Yeah, yeah, I said like a bunch of those this week. Oh, oh shit! Wait, you personally yeah, had an friends. aunt? Or... No, okay. No, no, no. Just like you know, one of one of my cousins, the guy that he married, you know, her. Is, you know, it's just keep seeing it. Bumps it's really around. rough, man. It's uh, my town has been like every day they post how many like new cases there have been in the town, and it's been zero for a month, two months, something like that. And then today <laughs> it's like ten new cases. Like oh shit! All right, coming back. Great. I don't know. But yeah, don't wear masks because, you know, your freedom is like super important. For What's amazing to me dying. is that we've had months of this and months of, hey, you tried it that way. It clearly is not working. What, right, I right, mean, right, right, right. How about we try, about we try the way that, you know, countries that have had success do it? Right. Yeah. We've, we've been trying that is you yeah. keep screwing up and it's clear not working. <laughs> because, I mean, wait, you know, next week it's going to be 100,000 cases a day. It, it's, I mean, yeah, it's like 80,000 right now, right? Yeah. And I, uh, it doesn't make any sense. No. No. Uh, that's, that's why I don't go by old people anymore. Mostly because they smell like mothballs. But secondly, secondly I don't want to get them sick. Yeah. Nor do I have COVID, but. You know, I don't want to get them sick with my. Uh, no, you're. You know what though? You're a sweetheart. I am a sweetheart. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm. I'm doing it for the kids and for the old people. That's what I do. <laughs> um. So we have a sponsor on this. Uh, this this episode, Johnny. You got a sponsor? Yeah. Yep. Fire it um, up. Yep. It's a uh, Trident White Spearmint Gum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that's the whole plug. Yeah, that's it. That's all we got paid to do. We that's got, a great, got paid great sponsor. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. They, yeah. 
<laughs> they, weren't real spe- copy. they weren't real real specific on what copy they required but they you just know. said say the name of the product and uh tell them what flavor it is that's all <laughs> i mean yeah is it the bare minimum could i have done more sure did i no no yeah and so try to white experiment uh, find it in your local oh, grocer oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah i'll tell you what's bad is that I have like mints in my car. So when I go to the grocery store, I put a couple mints in before I pop the mask on. Yeah, it's good for yourself. That's for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is where we are. Like I, <laughs> I, I have, I have mask mints in the thing in my car. Yeah. It's just, I wonder I know, who knows if we're going to figure this out. Is there a product there though? What if you took your mask and you had like, gosh, like someone some who has sp- to already be doing something sprayed like with like a flavor so that when you breathe mm. and it gets filtered, it comes out like a, a beautiful odor, like, like lilacs. Uh, it comes out like a beautiful odor. Oh yeah. Sorry. I, used to, I used to have a, a running bit in college that I used to tell, I used to tell girls that, uh, um, my uncle had a surgery. Uh, so his, uh, fart smell like peaches. And I rode that bit to death. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the joke. That was the joke. I would tell people that all the time. I was like, yeah, my uncle had this like, this like experimental surgery where his farts smell like, uh, like peaches. What? What? Yeah. It's this really amazing thing that, you know, he had a real problem. You know, his wife was always complaining. Like I would just like beat this bit to death (laughs) that I would tell people that my uncle had a surgery that his farts smell like peaches. Yeah. Here's the thing though, Johnny, you went to like Southwest Nevada state. So like, I don't think they were like the smartest people that you were trying to fair, fool here. Fair. That's a little mean. Right? But it's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little mean. But yeah, it was fair. I'm sure all the, uh, I don't know, sand gophers or whatever the fuck you were called. <laughs> really, uh, you know, blazing home on the SAT scores. Hey, I filled out my name correctly. Looks like I'm going to Southwest Las Vegas. Whatever. The, what school did you go to? I don't even know what school you went to. Southern Utah University. Oh, fuck. I was not even close. Yeah. I mean, you were so close. <laughs> yeah. I like Southwestern Nevada State better. Yeah. They had a what good, were you the, guys? What was the your Thunderbirds. Answer? Your Thunderbirds. Okay. Yeah. They, they, had a, they had a media program and they, they told me, you know, if you come down, you can have your own radio show and you can have a column in the paper. And so it's okay. There you go. And I did. And they, were, they made good on it. That They made sure I had a radio show and a column in the paper. And there you go. And now look at you, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, and now you're, you're a proud yeah, alumnus. Now so. things are just, uh, yeah, really going to, really going solid here in 2020. <laughs> Everything's coming up roses in 2020. I heard a, I read a tweet, and it was like, "What if 2020? This isn't like a bad year, but this is actually just the start of a bad decade." Oh gosh, that's, <laughs> that's not, right. That, that is that is dark. Not what anyone wants to hear. I get it. Yeah, that is that is uh, dark. Yeah. Um, I have a 2020 as a dickhead. You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right, um, let yeah. me read it. Let me read it to you because it's, it's pretty good. Um, I did a lot of research on it today, so if yeah, you need a, um, I, I yeah, I love twenty twenty as a dickhead. Yeah, here we go. Um, so, um, two hundred eighty four million dollars has already been wagered on British betters on the U.S. election outcome. That's it. Twenty twenty is a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty is a dickhead. So. <laughs> I'm really phoning it in yesterday. today, by the way. This is a oh, giant yeah, phone. You know what, though? Hey, <laughs> a bit is a bit. <laughs> but I saw, the, I saw the headline yesterday, uh, pardon me, that yeah. uh, that it might be the most uh, wagered on event ever. And I'm thinking, 
how can you comfortably wager on this? Did, did you put any? I mean, you put any skin on it? You gotta throw no. out. No. <laughs> now look, I love having a little action out there. Right. Right. I do. I Can love I placing it? a little wager. I've been sneaking into casinos with fake IDs since I was 16. Yeah. Okay? I love it. And I love it. I love it. I'm not betting on this. Yeah. That's like, Are you out of your mind? It's pretty bad. Don't wager on this. No, don't. You, don't don't tempt fate. Don't know. This is, <sighs> I mean, come on. We're, we're talking about the soul of the country here. I'm not placing a bet on this. No. <laughs> I'm not even making guesses like an illegal pad of what's going to happen. I don't fucking know. No. But you are still betting on South Southern Utah Thunderbird basketball. Yeah, they're, they're, whoever their opponent is, they're probably favored by thirty-seven and a half. <laughs> yeah, that division wager on the Thunderbirds to cover to cover thirty-seven and a half. <laughs> I used oh, to do yeah. pre and post game for football in college, and mm-hmm. I did that for two years. And yeah, you know the team always got whooped. You know, and so. So it would always be like a challenge trying to like, hey, yeah. uh, why don't you come on the post game? <laughs> now you guys suck again. Hey, so, uh, wow, you guys are only down 75 points at the half. Tell me about yeah. that. <laughs> what, what do you guys think you're going to do next week different? Come on, man. Yeah. J-Dub, I don't, don't want to go on and talk about this, man. Like, dude, I got an hour to fill. Come on. You guys, come on. Yeah, I got an hour show here, man. What, what so are we supposed come to on do? And, like, I'm not no, going to... You know, I'm not Brian Gumble. I'm not bringing you in to ask tough questions about the defense, but I got an hour. To, I got an hour show. You, you didn't you do play good, by so play. I just went to people to come on post game to talk about how shitty they were. But you, you didn't do play by play. You I didn't just... play by play for baseball and women's basketball. Not oh for wow, not for that's gonna yeah, be hard. So... I don't think I could ever do that. That's Most kind of because I don't I mean, understand I sports. It, I haven't done it really since then. But yeah, I mean, you know, women's basketball. Yeah, it was, I did. Yeah, two years of that. Two years of baseball. A lot of layups. Post game for football. Here's one layup. And, yeah. Here's another one. Yeah. And another layup. Uh, it was a lot of thrilling finger rolls. Um, <laughs> yeah. But some very nice people that played on that team. Uh, that's so. true. I, I do not mean to. Well, yeah. I am making fun, but uh, I've, I've watched a lot of women's basketball in my day. So I, uh, yeah. I did some like men's basketball exhibition games. Not like the real games. There was a guy that was paid to do that. But I did yeah. like some ex- two exhibition games. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed doing play by play. I don't know if I was good at it or not, but yeah, it's gotta be hard. I liked it. Did you have any like fun sayings like boom goes the dynamite or no? I probably, I, I'm sure that I put in, I'm sure I put in some nonsense and some bullshit. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember what I would do. I, I might've done, uh, I might've done um, from way downtown bang. I might've done that mm-hmm. like that from Dan Patrick. Okay. From sports center. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait, no, that might not have been anyway. I might have stolen some stuff from Sports Center. Is my yeah. point. Hey, but good artist. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure I put in a boom that that went viral like during that around that, around yeah. that time. I'm sure I put it in there jokingly. Yeah, boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, bless to. that kid's bless that kid's heart. That's still funny. That still nice. funny. Normally, I can't watch things that make me cringe like that. But that for some reason, it's such a train wreck that it's almost appealing and like endearing. The best part about that guy, he's, I think he's at Ball State University. And the reason I only remember that is because Letterman had him on because he was from Ball State and that's where Letterman went. Yeah. So Letterman, well, bringing this, bringing this full circle here, but Letterman had him on because he thought it was so funny. You know, <laughs> but the funniest thing is if you go watch it on YouTube, there's about halfway through and he's trying to do the highlight and he's doing some pacer highlights and he just gets kind of defeated and goes, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Let's out this big sigh. Like, yeah, like this isn't gonna man, work. I'm bombing here. <laughs> <laughs> this was not my course of action. 
Yeah. I mean, and you know, he's just like a mid-level manager somewhere now, like selling insurance. Letterman asked him where boom came the dynamite. And he said, it came from my roommates in Mario Kart. Oh, you guys sound cool as balls. (laughs) My roommate does it in Mario Kart. Uh, Boom goes the dynamite. That's pretty funny. Boom goes the dynamite. I I played my, I currently play Mario Kart. I don't think there is a boom. I love Mario Kart. I don't know what they would be referring to. But it, I mean, just maybe when you blow someone up with a shell or something, I don't, I don't know, but that's <laughs> just, just remember that's what the guy said when Letterman, Letterman interviewed him. Oh my god, yeah, unbelievable. Well, Johnny, you want to uh, sign us off here? Uh, send us into the weekend, something special, yeah. Do you have anything you want to add here? Is this, this is a potentially uh, stressful weekend yeah. counting uh, coming up to Tuesday? I have a new and what happens after that day? I yeah. don't know. I yeah. just, I don't know. Hey, if this is the last ever uh, uh, take the ride, it was nice knowing you, man. Take care of yourself. Hey, we took the ride. We took you know? the ride. We, we took it. Hey, yeah, we took w- it. When the took world it. ends, how soon do you resort to cannibalism? Or is that like you go straight vegan? Oh, yeah. I, I got it. You know, I'm going to give it. I, I I figure I got canned goods to get me to Christmas. Oh, nice. And okay. Then, so this is a post-Christmas then, cannibalism. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, we're going to have to have time for a very serious talk. As you should. Yeah. I think I got enough canned tuna here to last me until Christmas. That's fucking Cans of chili <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the apocalypse. Jesus. All right. Well, we hope for the best on Tuesday. I, I just hope it's peaceful and that there's as few shenanigans as possible. Cause I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I just. <laughs> It's pretty, it's pretty grim right now. So we will be back with you uh, after the election. Hopefully maybe, with something, maybe. something to talk about. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And if not, uh, you know, hey, everyone enjoy the purge next Wednesday. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's have fun out there. <sighs> For Adam Drake, I am Johnny Wright. Have a safe weekend. Be sound. Uh-huh.